thought I should Something told me not to go Cold hands reached down Welcome back, everybody, to... Brainstorm. The perfect brainstorm. <laughs> I almost said Silver Screen Redemption there. We're not far enough away yet. I am Houston Bodley. I'm Brian Perry. And I am Jake Bush. And are you guys ready for a little sport I like to call football? Always. I'm always ready for I hope, know so. you guys are the most passionate football fans in all the land. <laughs> And I'm so excited for the greatest episode this podcast is ever going to have. We might as well just quit doing the podcast after this. Um, we are going to do our fantasy football podcast episode. I don't know why I'm cutting out after every word, um, but that's how it's going to be today. I'm going to sound like a football player out of breath. Is Were you playing football while we were setting up our mics? You were like getting in character for the episode. <laughs> that explains it. So I, unlike Brian and Jake on this podcast, have probably been the only person to devote more than five minutes a day about thinking about football. And I felt a little overwhelmed trying to explain football to Brian and Jake the whole episode. So I've recruited some help today in the form of our guest, Shams Islam. Hey, what up? I'm Shams. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I have a question for the group. Yes. Uh, actually, mine is primarily a uh, a question for Shams, and I was going to ask this when we were getting things set up, but I, I thought it would be a better thing to bring up on the air. Um, <clears throat> who are you, Shams? Um, <laughs> do any of us really know who we are? I have known Houston since junior high. Um, we've been friends for, what, that 10 years now? That doesn't seem long enough. 15? I don't know. A long time. Um and Houston one time got in a fight for me, so friendship forever. Oh, wow. That's actually how we became friends. Um, it's a funny story, which I'm going to retell now because everyone needs to hear it. Um, I got bullied as a kid. Little did everyone know. Um, and our little bully of the neighborhood uh, was throwing oranges at Shams while we were playing football, ironically. And one of the oranges that he threw at Shams happened to roll right by my foot. And all this trauma that I had been holding back for years suddenly unloaded. And so I picked it up and I threw it at the bully's face. Then we got in a fight and it ended with me sitting on his face and farting on him. (laughs) And then Shams and I were friends. All right. I was not expecting that. Um, Wow. And it's all because of football. The beautiful game of football. I feel like people should know I didn't need Houston to fight for me. But it was nice. (laughs) I needed the white savior complex to be fulfilled in my life, so that's why I did it. I really thought that that story was going to end with, like, I picked up the orange, I threw it across the cafeteria, and the football coach saw me, and he said, he's the one. (laughs) And then you were the quarterback on the football team for the rest of high school, and you started bullying everybody else. No, and the, Um, the best part of that story is that earlier that day in P.E., I got kicked really hard in the groin, playing which soccer, was not uncommon for Houston. In which was not uncommon. <laughs> um, and my mom taught at that school, and she found out during lunch about the accident that happened to me. And so after lunch, she comes by and pulls me out of class, and she's like, "Hey, I heard what happened. Are you doing okay?" And I had the fight on my mind, so I was just like, "Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. It's just a few punches. It wasn't anything serious." <laughs> and so she's just like, 
who is punching you in the balls? <laughs> so wow. that was a very interesting day. And it all revolved around football, which is a great sport. And I'm glad we can <laughs> very have Sean's with us. So the other reason, besides Sean's being my football buddy, of why we are doing this episode with our guest, is on many a road trip, Shams and I have gone through and done creative challenges, brainstorms for ourselves, if you will. I love hypotheticals. Gone... They're great. <laughs> yes. Um, where we've gone through and said, like, okay, build your dream soccer team using NBA players or build your dream football team using players of different sports or whatever. And so I wanted to. So take there is that- such a thing as a sports nerd, is yes. what you're saying. Yes. I resent that, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so Shams and I fall in that very thin category that only maybe 0.2% of the world populates. Um, but we wanted to take this idea and expand it to the premise of actual fantasy football, of which we will be drafting our own dream teams. Oh my god, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> did that just did that just click? It just clicked. <laughs> um, and there we go. Now all the wheels are spinning. We're all in sync. We can begin this podcast. All right, let's start recording now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I to explain what is happening real quick, Shams is going to be a judge. And what we are going to do... Or is a referee. Or an oh. umpire, as they call it in football. <laughs> so close. You had it the first time. <laughs> um, we can call them zebras in this. Um, Perfect. So what's going to happen is we have a few different categories. So we're not going to go through every individual player, but we're going to break it down into defensive backs, linebackers, defensive linemen. If you're already unfamiliar with these terms, um, I don't know what to tell you. This isn't the podcast for you, but bear with it. It should be fun. Um, We're going to do some one-on-one matchups, and Brian will be creating his fantasy football team based off of the theme of... Star Wars. Star Wars. The ultimate space fantasy. The ultimate space fantasy. That is not <laughs> what I had written down, but that works. Um, yeah. And then Jake will be building his fantasy football team based off of... Nintendo. Nintendo. Sweet. Um, I, to give myself a handicap, to give it an even playing field between the three of us, I let Shams pick my category. And if we haven't already talked about Pokemon enough on this podcast, <laughs> he picked Pokemon for me. So that's where we're at. I feel like that is not a handicap, Shams. Do we, do we want to switch it at the last second? Because that would be a big time handicap. That would be Ooh. a huge handicap. No, I, I, I want to talk. I want any excuse to talk about Pokemon. So I'm down. Fair enough. I love Pokemon. So that's where that's where it came from. You know what yeah. the runner up choice was? What? Uh, it was... Tom Hanks characters from movies. So <laughs> wait, is that okay. fan, is that a fantasy universe? <laughs> that is yeah, now a know. fantasy universe. Um, some guys would have had to play both ways, but like it could have worked. Yeah, Forrest Gump would have been in every position. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he's a hold on, hold on. I know this one. He's a running back. Is he a running back? He's a kick returner, but he probably yeah, his position, all he does in the position movie. was running back. Uh, yeah. 
I, I studied up on my football positions for this episode, kind of, and I messed one of them up badly. <laughs> nice. You got as close as I could have hoped. Okay, good. <laughs> um, there's going to be a lot of hand-holding in this episode, Shams. So I apologize in advance. No, I did my homework. I actually got on, um, I think it was dicksportinggoods.com, uh, and I looked up <laughs> what all these uh, positions mean. So I'm ready. I'm all right. <laughs> Thanks, um, Dick Sporting Goods. This episode brought to you by Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> yep. Go to Dick's. In they a sense, love it us is. there. Um, <laughs> on that note, I'm going to turn the time over to Shams, who will be our zebra for this evening. Is that like a racial thing? Uh, it can be if you want it to be. <laughs> um, oh, for our right, listeners, right. I, I, I'm not normally racist. But with Sean, everything I say is always racist. So if it can be twisted, this is the one episode you can take. And it that for way. all listeners, in the 15 years I've known Houston, Houston's pretty racist. <laughs> I think I think it's just like never a very good idea to start a sentence with "I'm not normally racist," but <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. I have tons of brown friends. <laughs> Some of my best friends live next to brown people. <laughs> All right, before we get too racist, we should we should jump in. Um, so the first round is is defensive lineman. It's going to be Brian versus Jake. All right, and it's the one um, that I got wrong, and I didn't change right. it after I figured it out. That's exactly why I'm excited to start here. Go ahead, Jake. You start us off with your defensive lineman. Do you want me to go? Okay, so I have three. Should I go through all three of them, or should we go like one by one? I would say do all of them together just because yeah, there might are be more, a theme to it. Kay. Mine are more defined by the principle that unites them by th- than by their individual characters. So I, okay. I would rather do mine cool. as a group. Well, um, I also have a unifying principle behind my three. And um, that's because in my research reading online, I learned the defensive linemen should be big and strong. So I picked characters that have both Unlike other traits. football players. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, my first defensive lineman, Bowser. I just think if you're facing off against him, like, at the line of scrimmage, and yes, I just used that term and I know what it means, They, the, the, the team that's on offense is just going to be terrified, you know? And he's, like, super, super huge. If you've ever actually seen him at full size, like, comparatively in video games, he's a big dude. Um you're not just going to like knock him down because he's pretty sturdy. Um, another character that kind of exemplifies those and traits he's spiky, is... spiky, I guess. Yeah, and he's spiky. Like, who wants to tackle Bowser from, from like any direction? Like, that's going to hurt. Well, that's your first problem. Defensive linemen don't tackle or don't get tackled. But I'll let Shams judge that. Just that's <laughs> yeah, Houston, I am the judge here. Yeah. Yeah, he'll decide. He'll decide yeah. the rules of football, Houston. <laughs> um, my, my next, I'll step back. My next just... character is uh, Donkey Kong, uh, because Donkey Kong is also really big, and I feel like he would be good at you know whatever these defensive linemen are supposed to be doing, which is apparently not getting tackled. Um, <laughs> and my third one is King K. Rule. So basically, I just picked like the three biggest nintendo characters that i could think of i'm pretty sure they are probably it um and yeah i could just picture them like standing shoulder to shoulder and they would probably be pretty um you know 
pretty intimidating if they're coming at you. So, yeah. So, um, does Bowser get to get to use his dragon breath, or how um, does that work? Only in emergencies. He has to sneakily do it, right? I feel like he has to like. He could do it as long as the refs aren't watching or whatever. Yeah, I, he I, would like. I'm on board with that. He would like not actually breathe fire. He would just kind of like gently breathe out, so it's really, really hot, and so nobody notices. But it makes it really uncomfortable for the offensive well, lineman. All right, <laughs> climate control as, <laughs> as, a, as a football strategy. <laughs> just make those go. offensive linemen sweat it up. Yep. All right. Enough with your dumb. Are you done? Are you done? I'm done. Yep. That was it. All right. Now for the real defensive lineman. Okay. So I'm glad to hear that big is still a good principle because that was actually my entire principle. But I was thinking defensive linemen literally just need to make a wall. Like that's what I was thinking. And I don't think that's right. But here we go. (laughs) Um, Because my first one's Jabba the Hutt. I don't think he's very, (laughs) he's not especially mobile, but he's a, he's a big guy and he can, he can cover the width of like, like three people, I feel like, on that line. So I feel like that's helpful. Job of the Hut. Um, I also got Dexter Jetster, who you might know from the diner in episode two, the big fat guy with four arms. Um, uh, he's that's just, a good one. He's, he's big and has four arms. That seems helpful. Not especially athletic, but big and has four arms. And then my last one is a Gamorrean guard, who are the pig people in Jabba's palace uh, who have big axes, which I think is also helpful. And tusks. I feel like tusks there on the front line. Wait, do they get to do they get to use the big axes? I don't axes? know how you get a big axe on the field. It'd probably be harder to get it with the, with the axe, but they do have tusks, which yeah. seems helpful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That does seem helpful. But yeah, Job of the Hut's really just kind of there to be a wall, and then Dexter and the Gamorrean guard will be on on either side of him, just ready to just ready to block and be big. I guess they're not blocking though, right? Defensive linemen don't block. They they try and get through the line. Okay, they're going to block a QB sneak, though, right? QB sneak's a thing, right? <laughs> QB's not going to sneak through Jabba if, the Hutt. If the QB sneaks right into Jabba, he'll get him. Yeah, exactly. Jabba will need just to move like, to block absorb him. him into his body. I feel like if someone tries to get past Jabba, though, they can technically step on his tail and walk over them like the special edition Han Solo in episode four. But uh, are you undermining your own argument right now? No, because special edition doesn't count in football. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the rules of football. So yeah, this is practical effects Jabba. This isn't CGI Jabba. Yeah. Okay, that helps. Yeah, there's no, there's no CGI tangible. in football. And that's my that's my starring defensive lineman team. So I'm going to kind of change the scoring a little bit. Is that okay? That's absolutely fine. Since everyone's giving three to four players, I'm going to say you can get three points each, and I'm going to pick players from each of you. So, like, if I pick two of your players, you get two points. Are we good with that? Sure. Yep, that works for me. Okay. So, I'm going to I'm gonna just jump into picking players from here, then. All right, so if, if these are your defensive linemen, I feel like Jabba the Hutt's actually a great call, because he'd be a perfect nose tackle, even though you have no idea what that means, Ryan. I really don't. <laughs> He'd be ideal at it, though. And then I think I think Bowser and Donkey Kong are just perfect for defensive linemen. So yes. you go with two of Jake's, Bowser and Donkey Kong, and one of Brian's, Jabba the Hutt. Okay, cool. All right. 
Football. <laughs> you guys scored <laughs> a touchdown, metaphorically. Touchdown. On defense. <laughs> yes. You recovered a defensive fumble, touchdown. And Jabba took it all the way back. Jabba, could not Jabba be took tackled. it all the way downtown. If Jabba takes it all the way back, your team's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the thing that's funny to me is how do you determine when Jabba's tackled? Because in football, when you're tackled, <laughs> when his knees it's when touch the, the knee ground, the which ground. is never. He doesn't have knees. He just slithers that's a good point. the whole time. Exactly. So exactly. he just like, slithers out of the way. Well, does that mean that, you know, because he's already on the ground, contact means he's down? No, he doesn't have knees. <laughs> but if all it's of all his about body's the knees. on the ground, like elbows he's are down. He's never too. down. If your butt touches the ground, you're down. Uh, he doesn't have a butt. <laughs> <laughs> you really should have used a running back then. You should have used him in an you offensive position where he would have gotten the ball if you wanted to use him like that. You obviously haven't read the junior novelization of Return of the Jedi where it clearly states <laughs> that he doesn't have a butt. <laughs> in fact, I think in the expanded universe, he's referred to as Jabba the Buttless. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. If he had a butt, the farts coming from that thing would <laughs> kill every Jedi. Oh, man. It would just yeah, be I OP. think his butt rights were revoked. All right, I'm going to rule that Jabba the Hutt is down on contact. He's always touching the ground. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> no! <laughs> but he still makes Okay, I, we just won't give him the ball. That's fine. We just won't give him the ball. <laughs> He's on defense. He's, He's still not supposed field, to get the ball. So. Yeah, he's a defensive lineman, yeah. and then I yeah. and I had that in mind when I picked him. Obviously, <laughs> as an offensive lineman that you didn't know was a defensive lineman, it's cool. I get it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the defensive backs, you weirdos. All right, so we've got Jake versus Houston on defensive backs this time. I'll go ahead and start. Um, so I've got three and an asterisk. Um, so an asterisk. As that's not a Pokemon. That yeah. Um, which speaking, <laughs> speaking of Pokemon, um, I mean, that's going to be my whole thing, but Shams, from what I understand, you are most familiar with gen one and gen two, correct? Correct. I know Jack squad after that. Yeah. So those I limited, everyone knows those are the two best generations. Yeah. I think we can all mostly yeah, agree with true. that. Um, so I did limit all the Pokemon that I picked, um, all of them except one are gen one. And then the w- one that's not is Gen 2. So, that was a mistake because Gen 2 is the best Pokemon. Um, but are they the best for football? Ooh. And that is the question at hand. Um, Touche, sir. So my first Pokemon is a, a lot of defensive backs. You you want quick agility. You want them to like come out of nowhere and intercept the ball. Almost as if they're teleporting to the ball. And so that's why I'm going with Abra as one of my corners. Um, it, they're going to throw at Abra every time because his eyes are closed. It doesn't look like he's paying attention. He's probably sleeping. He's going to catch up real quick. He's Even if he's not completely teleporting like from like the 10-yard line to the 20-yard line, he can at least like teleport his hands a little bit to just get there a little bit quicker without the ref seeing. Does he have hands? He does have hands, Brian, and <laughs> this was important to me because it's before he gets any spoons in the Kadabra and Alkazam uh, That's fair, yeah. Good um, call. And so that's specifically why I picked Abra. There's no spooning in football. There is no spooning in football until you get to the <laughs> locker room. Uh, Yikes. Next one. Houston's football experience was 
Interesting. He did play in high school, so <laughs> you can believe him when he says he spooned in the locker room. <laughs> you were there, Sean. You know what's happening. This podcast. I did not play football <laughs> in high kidding. school. <laughs> um. So my team is very interception heavy. Uh, that's all I want. My philosophy is be aggressive. Just get the ball back to the offense. So I then can went. Catch? You bet he can. Have you seen his rookie Un- highlight Un- film? He <laughs> is an all-star in the making. He's got a lot of up-and-coming talents. Just don't give him spoons. Um, so the next Pokemon I picked is the one with the most hands. So he can just throw them all up and just uh, swat away at the ball or catch it. Um, a lot easier than most Pokemon. And that is Tentacruel. Um, now I know what you're thinking. That he would just drown to death because he needs to be in water to exist? Um, that's irrelevant. If you've seen the Pokemon anime, he can float above the ground. It's kind of his yeah. whole shindig. Um, so it doesn't matter if he has all fingers right. or thumbs. He can just throw up all those tentacles and it'll land in there somewhere. Um, tentacle fast? I don't remember. Eh, that's irrelevant. The next that's one totally I've got... That's irrelevant to a defensive back. <laughs> he's he's going to be like the deep safety he just has to stand back there, and then if they throw it deep, he only has to run, like, five yards. Um, I know this because I played safety for a year, half a year before they I feel like that me. was more because you were playing safety than because safeties do that. You know what? <laughs> That's probably fair because they did switch me to defensive tack or defensive end after that. So. <laughs> um, so then the next one. Funny football humor. <laughs> The next one is sometimes it's just hard to catch a football. Like, it might hurt your hands. But you can puncture a football, and it'll stick pretty well. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> this seems like cheating. Uh, it, it's not illegal if you accidentally puncture a football while playing the okay. game. But it I, is, who's your as we've seen, illegal to play with deflated footballs. Um, so yeah. Here's the thing. We have a precedent. We have a real-life precedent of this one. Uh, I looked this rule up specifically. It is not a penalty if you accidentally puncture a football without using illegal means during the game. What about gameplay. intentionally puncturing like, a football? I feel like, okay, so like, let's see that like you catch the football and it punctures just like on impact. But I feel like if like a football is coming at you and you catch it with a knife, like, yeah, that should be illegal. Um, what if the knife is your hand? What's your Pokemon? My Pokemon is Scyther. <laughs> Because he's just uh-huh. oh, no. <laughs> he's just gonna spear those footballs and get them through, and then return it with his speediness back to the end zone. Um, those are my three, and then the asterisk I have is just put all the defensive backs as Machamp, and this may or may not be a returning theme because Machamp is the perfect football <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> true. He's like he's like an athletic Dexter Jetster. Um, yeah, that's my whole spiel. So let's turn it over to Jake. I kind of give more explanation right. than needed, but I also needed a little more defense. Okay, <laughs> because you picked Scyther to stab. Yeah, balls. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and tell <laughs> you right. The now, other argument is you're not getting Scyther. It's not happening. He can't puncture the football on purpose. <laughs> can Can I put this defense just to explain my reasoning? There's not very many Pokemon that are bipedal with hands. So I'm very limited as to what I can do. Um, okay, here's the other thing, though. You argue that if it's an accident, then it's okay. I, I would grant you that. 
But we're talking about like drafting the team, and it's like, yeah, you hired Knife Hands Johnson to your football team. Like, <laughs> and there goes Edward Scissorhands ruining the game for yeah. everyone. Um, yeah, that's my argument. I didn't think I would get. You're not getting either, excited. But... I'll tell you right now before Jake says anything, unless he chooses the three worst defensive backs of all time, you're not getting excited. Okay, <laughs> you ready? Here we go. I've picked, um, see, uh, I think I'm getting the hang of this whole football thing because just how Houston mentioned that speed is important, that's kind of what I focused on for these three. I, I said, okay, they still need to be like strong and big and stuff so that they could tackle, but they also need to be quick and agile. So for my first one, I chose Captain Falcon because I read on Wikipedia that until the introduction of Sonic the Hedgehog, Captain Falcon was the fastest player in Super Smash Brothers. And I couldn't go with uh, Sonic because technically he's not a Nintendo character, even though he appears in a Nintendo game. Um, Wait, I think Smash Bros. is in bounds. Well, yeah, I just didn't want to like get into the gray area. And I kind of, I like Captain Falcon for another reason. And that is, you know how he does his whole like Falcon punch thing, right? Yeah, I feel like he would be totally down to just like adapt that a little bit and he'd be like running full speed at like the running back or something. And then all of a sudden he would just be like Falcon tackle and he would just like <laughs> that's genius, <laughs> like just turn them into it, like turn them into a crater. You know <laughs> what I mean? And uh, he also kind of looks like a football player. Like, isn't he wearing like a leather helmet and stuff? <laughs> he definitely is. Yeah. So just he's like, like football players perfect- wear. He's like a perfect <laughs> defensive back. So He's like a football player from the 1920s. He's got his yeah, leather yeah. head, his like leather vest that he's wearing. He's good to go. Yeah, and like he would be a crowd favorite for sure. Like everybody would just be like chanting his name after he like falcon tackles somebody right into the dirt. I'll um, be honest, if I didn't love Scyther so much, I would put him on my team. Nice. Nice. Man, I'm even uh I'm even winning over the competition here, so this is good Good so far. But it's um, all downhill from here, so give us your other two <laughs> crappy opinions. Okay, my second one is um, I went with Samus for my uh, second uh, defensive uh, back um, for a few different reasons. Um, she has an exosuit that gives her superhuman speed and strength, um, which I feel like getting tackled by someone in an exosuit would be pretty gnarly. Um, she can also roll into a ball and just like weave under anybody who's trying to block her. Um, so she could just like get to whoever has the ball, like immediately like that. Um, also in a pinch, if things get really dire, she can just shoot somebody with her arm cannon. So <laughs> I feel like it's pretty There's nothing in the rule books about that. <laughs> um, but I also feel like, uh, she would be a, a crowd favorite too, because, um, you know, I, there'd be a lot of people out there that would be like, whoa, they have this super badass woman on their football team and she's like destroying everybody with her like exosuit. And so it would you be... Know, including uh, Samus was a very progressive choice. So, and then nice. my, my last one, um, I also tried to go with someone who is agile and fast, but pretty big. And I think Ganon fits the bill pretty well on this. Now... To be clear, I'm not necessarily talking about Calamity Ganon. I'm just talking about like the the human esque character Ganon, uh, because apparently 
when he's holding the Triforce, he like becomes a lot bigger and scarier and stuff. Um, also, he can open up portals. And so when um, Scyther is like, you know, trying to puncture footballs, he can just like open up a portal and like send Scyther to Antarctica and say that that's the penalty and he's banished for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so those are my three. Captain Falcon, Samus, and Ganon are my defensive backs. I've always thought of Ganon as kind of a slower character. Every time I've seen him, he's been kind of slow. Um, well, I'll be honest that the grand majority of my Zelda experience is Breath of the Wild, which in that game, he's just like this, like this giant flying pig, like amorphous. Yeah. Yeah. He's like this amorphous, <laughs> like force that just like destroys everything, which I feel like, uh, that's actually pretty good that we could just have him be that if we need, um, cause he's uh, you know, that's the- a very explicit rule in the rule book. You cannot destroy everything in sight. If you're playing football, it's illegal. I'm backing off. I <laughs> yeah, Houston, I'm the judge. Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't, maybe Houston or Brian, can you pitch in on this? That I, I don't think Ganon has ever been slow. The and way, clunky. Uh, the way Smash Ganon Bros. is built in Smash Bros, he's very big and slow. Oh, it's probably Smash Bros that I was thinking of then. He would have been good as a fullback, but alas, he's going to lose to Scyther. And let that soak in. <laughs> Nobody is losing a Scyther, Houston. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you make the call on that then, Shams, and you can tell you right now, Scyther is not winning this round. <laughs> so okay, if, I, if I'm going to have to pick, I'm going to go with Captain Falcon from Jake, as well as Samus, because they're both great football players. And then I can't, I can't go with Scyther because he's, 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 he's against the rules. You can't puncture footballs. It's just not, you, you can't have it, Houston. Tentacruel's a weird one. I don't really know where your head was at on that one, and I can't buy you into it. You know what? It. That's fair. But water polo season? Call me. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Fantasy water polo. <laughs> but I do like the choice of Abra, and I'll go with that. Okay. He, uh, yeah, this I'm, uh, I'm playing some serious the football score here. right now is Jake has four points, and Brian and I each have one point. So Jake's yeah. also played two rounds, yes. though, so. Yeah, so Brian, you ready for our head-to-head, uh, our head-to-head match? Our head-to-head. English is hard. I'm so ready, probably. Um, <laughs> how about you go first, since you didn't go first last time? Wait, you say, yes, you did. Please go I, first. <laughs> I want to make sure I know what a linebacker is. <laughs> uh, you're not going to get that definition by my explanation. Um, <laughs> so I've got three and an asterisk. My first one is Tangela, because the important thing about linebackers is they just need to tackle everything that moves and just make sure it's securely tackled. And if you run into a Tangela, you're not going anywhere. So Tangela, he's going to trip people up. He's going to keep them from progressing. They're not going to break many tackles on him. Uh, I was today years old when I learned that you said it as Tangela. I thought it was Tangela. I still say Tangela. I, I went back and forth amazing. for a long time, actually. Yeah. Um, I want to say Tangela now. That is a much better name. <laughs> now, from now on, I'm just going to imagine that it's just Angela with a T. <laughs> that's that's how I said it as a kid. I said Tangela. Tangela. But I do like Tangela a lot better now that I've thought it, thought it through. Yeah, I think Tangela is better than Tangela or 
Tangela. Um, I think it's Tangela because Tangle, but I'm good with either one. Tangela sounds more fun. It almost sounds like a Jello themed Pokemon, but <laughs> maybe that's just me. Um, the perfect Utah Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Tangelo. <laughs> uh, my next Pokemon is Dugtrio. Now, listen, he's got three heads. They're wearing one helmet. <laughs> you're not going to keep track if you're a referee where that third head is, if they're all sharing a helmet. Uh, he's a ground type Pokemon, which means he can move around pretty quickly through the dirt. Well, so that's my pitch. Let's say <laughs> linebacker's running or a running back's running away. No one's going to get him, but then he trips. Why did he trip? Because the third Doug Trio head broke off and got ahead and got him. <laughs> I don't think they can. I really don't think they can. <laughs> but I bet yeah. you could smuggle three Diglets in disguised as a Doug Trio. Thank you, Brian. I know whose side <laughs> you're on. But that, but that's going to be all of your linebackers. Yeah, you have to use Doug Trio as all three, or you don't get him at uh, all. Nope, not if I get him in illegally. Did I tell you my team is the New England Patriots, so we can get away with anything? You did try to deflate football, so you can try to get away with everything. <laughs> so, Dugtrio, Tingla. Uh, the third one's Lickitung. Um, he's got the Gross. extra reach to get that tackle if they're going to get away. And that's my pitch. Gross. I just hate Licky Tongue. Something is so gross about Licky Tongue. <laughs> also, my asterisk is all three of them are Machamps. So. <laughs> this is just going to be like Machamps versus Nintendo versus Star Wars. My dream team would be all Machamps except for the head coach. I would want like an Alakazam as my head coach. But we'll get to that. Fair enough. But yeah, that's my pitch. Okay. What I gathered from that is you, they should be good at tackling, maybe. <laughs> so hopefully these hopefully these will go towards that direction, and I think they do. My first one is everyone's favorite hairy walking carpet. It's Chewbacca. Just just imagine getting tackled by that guy. Okay, <laughs> I need I need someone to confirm that they tackle people, or I'm just gonna sound really dumb. <laughs> yes, linebackers are good at tackling usually. <laughs> okay, cool. Nice. Um, <laughs> good job, Brian. Uh, yeah. Chewbacca, good at football, probably. Um, capable of ripping off arms. Um, and then my last three are all kind of a, a trio. Not a Doug trio, because they can split up into three people. Because they are three people, individually. Um, and they're Jedi Masters. And they're just... I basically just picked the most physically imposing Jedi Masters I could think of. Which were Mace Windu, Kiati Mundi, and Kit Fisto. Who were just, just some cool... Cool Jedi. Do you think Kit Fisto and Tangela are buddies? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but just just the back of Kit Fisto's head is friends with Tangela. Yeah. Unless the back of his head is a Tangela. Well, that's possible too. If anyone's wondering who Kit Fisto is, he's the one who the back of his head looks like a Tangela. <laughs> and if I you don't thinking. know what Tangela is, you're probably lost on this episode anyway. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know Pokemon, you shouldn't listen to us because it comes up every episode. Or you should keep listening to us and just get into Pokemon. That and Tom DeLonge also comes up every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which brings me to my head coach. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, just to keep things fair, I need you to pick three so that I can compare them straight up. Oh, I'll kick off Kiari Mundi then. Probably doesn't fit. Probably doesn't even fit in the helmet. He's off the team. 
Yeah, th- you can just say that he got kicked off the team because they couldn't find a helmet for him. Exactly. <laughs> this is a clean sweep by Brian. He had some great choices, and Houston's choices were pretty bad, so that made this pretty easy, <laughs> to be honest. Ooh. That's fair. But just wait till you see my offense. It's going to be big. Okay. Man, man, Brian, we're good at football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, score update, it's uh, Jake and Brian both have four, and I have one. So, Ah, uh, the two champions. The two champions yep. of fantasy football, head to Brian head. and Jake, going head-to-head on wide receivers. All right. I've got kind of a dream team here. Um, I've got three wide receivers that are just a phenomenal uh, trio. Uh, my first one is Yoshi. Because Yoshi can okay. run really quickly. Yoshi can flutter jump. So if the ball gets thrown like a little bit high and he needs to kind of, you know, do his little thing and fly up in the air. <laughs> I was really hoping you would make the noise. <laughs> he, he can do that. And also he can um, he can catch the ball with his tongue, which is probably going to be pretty handy. Um, and so Man, his, why is Yoshi so much less gross than Licky Tongue? <laughs> I know Yoshi's like endearing. It's it's because the tongue, tongue is like a tenth the size like a chameleon it's just yeah, like it's like fr- a skinny tongue yeah it's yeah. like a yeah um and then so that's my first one uh, my next one is mario because you know he has to be on the team i mean and he's fast and he's probably good at catching things um my third <laughs> one is luigi but here is the whole catch with this trio if you've ever played super mario bros you know that Basically, when you're working with Mario, Luigi, and Yoshi, you kind of have three shots at everything. So let's say Mario is riding Yoshi, right? Yoshi gets tackled. Well, Mario's still in it. And then let's say Mario gets tackled. Luigi just respawns with the ball and keeps running. (laughs) (laughs) So we are introducing video game mechanics into this football game. This whole thing is a fantasy show. I mean, it makes sense that we'd introduce video game mechanics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, here's another question: Are you allowed to ride another character, another player? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if it's Yoshi, then it, there kind of needs to be an exception made. You know, is this a situation where this is like a package deal, kind of like Doug Trio, or are they all separate? I mean, if you want to give me all three points, I'm okay with that. But you can give me, <laughs> you can give me just one or two as well. Okay, wide receivers. Uh, I picked, I, I decided to go with the theme of pilots because I thought good coordination, right? Good, like, nope, just coordination. That's all I thought of. <laughs> so I went with uh, I went with Han Solo and Lando Calrissian, and I was going to do Nian Nun, but who, but who cares about that guy? Um, so I, I veered from my, from my theme of pilots, and I picked up General Grievous because just... I can just imagine him leaping up and, and picking up that f- beautiful pigskin out of the air with one of his forearms, D- and it'll be a fine addition to his collection. <laughs> Does it hurt Grievous <laughs> that he has asthma? I don't imagine him running very far or very he's, fast. He's a tremendous runner, and he has his wheel wheel machine <laughs> thing. Yeah, in the animated Clone Wars series, Grievous is actually really fast and really athletic. Uh, Geek check. He, he does run. Geek check. That the Clone Wars cartoon was before Grievous got his lung injury that made him a wheezing cough bag. So therefore, I should get a point. No, you don't get a point. I make the points, Houston. I am the judge. 
Geek check. I put him on the team before that happened because there's no <laughs> there time relativity in this competition. Everyone is in their primes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> also, Houston, you're not even in this matchup. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are you trying Stay to get out of it? I, I'm just trying to get any points I can. <laughs> I'm just trying to flip the scoreboard in my favor just a little bit. Yep. Well, I think I think General Grievous is a given. He's an athletic genius. Genius is maybe a weird word for it. He's an athletic god. Um, god is a weird word. <laughs> <laughs> Grievous is an easy one because he's got so much god-given talent. You have to pick him. He's a perfect fit on a football team. Plus, forehands are great. I think we're gonna have to go with Yoshi. Because Yoshi just seems like a great fit, and his tongue doesn't gross me out, so that's a win. And I think we're going to have to go with Mario, because he's the superior brother. Geek check, Luigi is the one known for higher hops than Mario. Just saying. I, I assume with this Mario and Luigi, there's there's a Peyton and Eli Manning joke in there somewhere, so just fill in whichever one is funnier. <laughs> yeah, Eli Manning is Luigi the forgotten brother, even though he's pretty dang good. Seems like a good fit. Okay, you can go first, Houston. Okay. Um, this is probably my most boring one because it's the one that... Form made- of champs. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know what my asterisk was? Uh, no, this is probably the most boring one because it's the one that makes the most sense out of anything I've done for this list. Um, so the first one is Snorlax. The second is Miltank. I have Mr. Mime as the third one. Uh. And I have Kangaskhan as the fourth. The reason why, and I, we decided this beforehand, like there are five offensive linemen. We're just picking four for the sake of time. Um, unless you have five, um, because King comes with a one, two punch. So while he is blocking or sorry, she is blocking the little cub can be thrown a few blows in at the defensive linemen to shake them up. Mr. Mime can just build a wall. Snorlax is a wall and Miltank is, decently fast and quick for how big she is and she's big so that's my offensive line they're gonna keep me safe if i'm a quarterback and that's my pitch all right so my first one is basically the best option in the whole game and that is kirby because kirby is just going to suck in whoever is doing the best job on the opposing offensive line and just become that thing. Doesn't so, it take a really long time for Kirby to actually, you know, suck up the other person? <laughs> yeah, but like the moment, <laughs> the moment that like the the play starts, he's just like inhaling, and so I'm not sure eating another player is allowed. And I don't think I don't think Ker- even Kirby can suck up Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point. But it would be pretty amazing if he did. All right. So I, I agree that it would be a little bit challenging to always execute that move. But I think he should get style points because if he did pull it off at some point, it would be amazing. And so that's that's one of them. My second one is um, Link. And I know what you're thinking. Link is a tiny dude. Well, yeah. But it's also Link from the Breath of the Wild. And he's going to have the Master Shield, which is pretty much indestructible. And he's also going to have his like... 
uh, force field ability where he can just throw up like a giant sphere of force field to just like stop anything from coming through. Um, and he also has magnesis so he can like push like the metal on the helmets of the opposing team any direction he wants to keep <laughs> going. So he might be small, but he's got a lot going for him. Um, my third one. Now, this one might not win, but because I'm a humanitarian and I'm a good person, I wanted to put this person in um, because it's just about time. I went with Waluigi because I think he deserves a chance to play. <laughs> you picked the skinniest player to be your offensive <laughs> lineman. This is such a waste of using Waluigi. I love Waluigi, and you're going to waste him on the offensive line like this. <laughs> I feel like if he doesn't get picked here, you have a chance to throw him in somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try for that. He but absolutely deserves to be on this football team, but not on the offensive line where you're wasting him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. I'm gonna put him in my back pocket and then we'll come back. But I do think that I should at least get credit for putting him in the game because even, <laughs> you know, Nintendo wouldn't do that with Smash Bros. Yeah, you should definitely save him for a different position because I'll probably pick him there. I'll do that. I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna make a switch on the fly, and I'm gonna put Wario in for Waluigi, and I'm gonna put him back somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, Snorlax was the perfect offensive lineman, so that was a great call. Miltank was genius, and from the beginning, I thought that was a great call. And Mr. Mime, the logic behind that with the mirror move was so good. So I'm gonna have to give you a clean sweep here, Houston. That was great, great argument there. Oh, thank you. This is the nicest thing you've ever done in my whole life, Tamisha. I appreciate it. <laughs> He's finally paying you back for throwing that for that orange. <laughs> Wait, I got to make one comment real quick. I'm going to leave Waluigi in my offensive line just because I looked at the rest of my list and I don't have anywhere else to put him. And hey, he deserves a shot no matter how yeah. strong he might be. So go Waluigi. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> Uh, Brian, do you want to start with the running backs? Yeah, running backs. I know this one. Running back is someone who runs. I know that much. <laughs> um, and in in an episode of uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, there is a famous episode. It's one of the one of the later episodes when Ahsoka Tano is, uh, is thrown out of the Jedi Order. If you don't know who Ahsoka Tano is, she's a great character and she's in the Clone Wars. Anyway, she's Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. And I'm picking the one-two punch of Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano because they spend like that entire episode running. So <laughs> um, it's like pretty wild. And they run a lot through the, the the underbelly of Coruscant. And they're very good at it. And they have the Force, which seems helpful too. Well, there you go. And that's my whole thing. That's all I've got. <laughs> Ahsoka Tano and Anakin Skywalker, great Jedi runners who have the Force and run a lot. I, too, did a one-two punch. Um and it is the Hitmons from Generation 1 Pokemon. So Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. Uh, Hitmonlee uh, has really tall legs, which are very good for high knees and jumping and stepping over players that fall by the wayside. And Hitmonchan has got some big old fists, which could be really used well for stiff arming players. So together, they could probably make a good one-two punch as running backs. It's a... It's more of a it's more of a one punch one kick. One punch one kick. One punch man, one kick dude. The stiff arm argument's a really good one. I can definitely buy into the 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 punching strength as long as he's not killing anybody. I'm not huge on the kicking, but 
I also really liked Anakin, so it's going to be a split between the two of you. Because I feel like Anakin would be a really good football player. Well, and here's the the thing in favor of Anakin, is you don't play football on the sand. So we don't have to worry about yeah. that weakness for him. <laughs> exactly. Well, and wait till, wait till you hear my quarterback. Once you get my quarterback, quarterback with this running back, it's going to be exciting. Let's go on to kickers. Um, okay, I've got a good one for this. I'm actually really excited about it. Um, and I'm going to give you guys a bonus point if you actually know who this is. But, well, not not Houston and Brian. I'm just going to give Shams a bonus point if he knows who it is. Um, my punter is Punt and Chuck. I am not sure I know who that is. He's an actual football player. His name is Punt and Chuck. I looked him up on Wikipedia. I thought it was Charging Chuck. Okay, well, he falls under the category of the Charging Chucks, but there is like a Chuck and Chuck or like there's different kinds of chucks like there's he different the types chuck. of koopa troopas essentially right right yeah, exactly yeah. so sense. basically he was introduced in super mario world and he is an actual football player that punts footballs at mario as he's coming and he's known as one of the more difficult um opponents in the early levels of super mario world and so plus here's my my only argument the only argument i really need is that he's the only player in this entire game who is actually doing what they were meant to do, which is play football. <laughs> which I almost feel like is illegal for the sake of this argument. <laughs> so uh, that's my punter. It's going to be Punt and Chuck, an expert football punter from Super <laughs> Mario World. Um, did you just Google Nintendo punt and see what came up? <laughs> no, I like, I legit like thought of it. <laughs> okay. Um, my kicker is, uh, I did just Google Star Wars kick. And uh, I found Luke Skywalker. Finally, <laughs> finally found a place to use Luke Skywalker because there's a scene in Return of the Jedi where he does a what they call a force kick. Um, basically, when they were filming, he does this very fake looking kick where he doesn't make contact with the guy and the guy just flies away from him. So they justified it by calling it a force kick. <laughs> but I feel like he could bring that same power to kicking and punting in football. With the force. So, like, his foot isn't even going to touch it. Like, as soon as it comes within a certain range, the football just flies away. Exactly. And he can aim it with the force. How accurate is he with the force, though? He kicks the guy right into the Sarlacc pit, so you tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I had to look him up, but I did figure out who Punt and Chuck is. I do remember him. And... I mean, it's his job. He's a football player in the, in game in this world. His job is to punt. He's the perfect choice for a yeah. punter. I'm sorry, this is an easy one. It's got to be punt and chuck. Thank you. Let's go ahead and move on to coaches. I think it's you and me, Houston. I actually have one for this one. Oh, should so... we make this a three way fight? Real quick pitches. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shams, I have a question for you. Who is the best coach in the NFL right now, would you say? I feel like this is a trick question. It's not. Who is most likely going to go into the Hall of Fame of all the NFL coaches right now? Bill Belichick. Belichick. I knew that one. Everyone knows that one. Um, You know what Pokemon has... He's not a Pokemon, Houston. You know what Pokemon has the same (laughs) facial expression as Bill Belichick? Um, That is Snubble. Uh, They both have like this... 
constant <laughs> frowny scowl on them the whole time. They're both a little pink, a little chubby. That's a great description of Snubble's face. Here's Snubble's moveset. Uh, charm. He can convince other players to follow him. A scary face. He can scare people, intimidate <laughs> them. Tell whip. He can lower an opponent's defense. That like is written for football wow. right there. Uh, and then he has a move called play rough, which if that's not the definition of football, I don't know what it is. So snubble for head coach. You know how the, how the head co- coach really needs to play rough out there on the field? <laughs> yes. He, he's a player coach. He's like Peyton Manning. Oh, okay. Sure. He's going to be the fullback as well. I feel like the longer you're talking about it, the more you're talking me out of picking your coach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Jake then. All right. Um, I've, I feel like I've got a pretty strong one here, and I, I also think that Houston might be a little bit... Um, I'm going to actually interrupt a- annoyed. Jake, because I do have an asterisk, which is Mewtwo. It's not Machamp this time, but continue, Jake. All right. Well, thank you for that comment, Houston, because you kind of stole my thunder because my head coach is Mewtwo. (laughs) (laughs) It actually is. So that's why I mean, my whole what I was saying was that I think Houston might be a little bit peeved that I encroached on his space of Pokemon. But in my defense, Pokemon are considered within the Nintendo universe. So they're fair game for me as well. Yeah, I'll allow. He's part of the Nintendo universe. My reasoning behind Mewtwo as a head coach, um, telepathy. He can communicate plays and instructions and advice to his team members telepathically while the game is going on. He can fly around above the field and see exactly what's happening and, and then communicate telepathically what needs to happen. He can also manipulate uh, the game telekinetically. So if the ball's ever just flying a little bit off, he can just kind of nudge it back in the right direction. Um, so I think he would be excellent at coaching because he wouldn't even have to open his mouth. I don't even know if Mewtwo has a mouth, but he could just basically run the game with his brain. And that's my head coach. Along the same lines, my head coach is Yoda. But I feel like Yoda is more inspirational than Mewtwo or Snubble. Yeah. I feel like he he could really inspire the troops and do all that same telekinesis stuff. I really want to pick Yoda. I think he's a great choice. Inspiration, always a good call. But I have to go with Mewtwo. Tele- telepathic talking. Telepathy? Telepathy <laughs> is so powerful. And I just think that, you know, he's the most powerful Pokemon. You have to go with him. Now, here's my question. Do I get a half point? Because No, Houston, you do not get half a point. Only Jake gets a point. Okay. <laughs> Worth a shot. Um, yeah, let's move on to the quarterbacks, shall we? Okay. My quarterback is Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's a Jedi. He, his running back is Anakin Skywalker. And he's literally a general, right? I feel like in sports analogies, the, the, the CEO and the general and the quarterback are all the same. And so Obi-Wan Kenobi is all three, except for the CEO. And that's why he... That's why he's my nomination <laughs> for the quarterback of the Star Wars football team. Um, so I've got one and an asterisk. It's always um, an asterisk. So I'm going to go with Marowak. Now, hear me out. He's the only Pokemon we have so far who has experience with throwing something besides his uh, 
prevolution Cubone. Uh, he comes with a built-in football helmet to prevent concussions, <laughs> which is a big problem for quarterbacks. Uh, I like the idea that if he gets a good spin on the football, he can lead the receiver. And it looks like uh, it's probably thrown too far ahead. The defense back will give up. Oh, but what's that? It's coming back like a boomerang because Marowak knows how to throw that way. And it's going to land right in the receiver's arms coming from the front to him. Touchdown, Marowak for the win. Asterisk is Machamp because he can throw with four different arms. <laughs> I mean, he's probably dominant on one side, right? He can't be probably. quit with all four arms. But he can stiff arm defensive linemen and keep uh, them at yeah. bay. While he's Machamp throwing. really is the ultimate football machine. He really yeah, is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why well, I and excused Jedi's. him like, from this. You guys, you guys won on Mewtwo being telepathic, but like... All Jedi are telepathic and telekinetic and all of those. So I feel like, anyway. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Obi-Wan Kenobi on this one because you're right. He'd make a great pairing with Anakin Skywalker. Not with Darth Vader, but Anakin Skywalker. So that's a great call. Plus, if he's on a slanted surface or a hill or anything like that, he's going to be so good. (laughs) (laughs) That'd just make the game a little bit more interesting. Man, can you imagine if there was like a football field that was built on a slope? He'd be unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, mascots. And this is a three-way battle. Yes. Okay. I'll go last. And I've got a good one. Waluigi. But I'm pretty confident. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, now, mine's a little bit unconventional, and you guys might try to fight me a little bit on this, but I just, the moment it entered into my head as a thought, I just said, I, I don't give a crap. I'm, I'm going with this no matter the repercussions. Um, You're so brave. My mascot, my mascot is none other than Reggie fils the <laughs> former president of Nintendo of America. <laughs> I was, I was absolutely imagine not expecting this. that. Imagine this. Imagine this. All of these characters, you got Bowser, you got Yoshi, you got Mario, Luigi. Everybody's out there running on the field, playing their hardest. And who do you have on the sideline jumping around getting the crowd psyched? Reggie fils Wow. And the whole crowd. And he, he looks up at him and he screams, my body is ready. And the crowd goes, my body is ready. And honestly, he was kind of the mascot for Nintendo his entire career. So it's only fair Um, that he should be the mascot. The the one thing you missed on, though, is you could go with the current American president of Nintendo, which is Doug Bowser. His name is literally Bowser. Yeah, Yeah, but he hasn't. He has. You could play that up. He's he's got the name, but he hasn't. He hasn't earned his place like the Bowsers. His body's not even ready to be the Fiza Maze. I do. Or the Reggies. All right. Um, my my mascot is just a whole bunch of Ewoks. Just 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 <laughs> dancing around. They're playing their stormtrooper helmets and they're just crushing people with logs like mascots do. Wait, what? <laughs> Man, I just had like this really gruesome scene in my head of them like up in the rafters of the stadium releasing like a log that just <laughs> crashes right into the crowd <laughs> and like kills with, like twenty people. No, just imagine him like sliding down a log down the down the stadium bleachers. Like that'd be so exciting to watch. I'd love to see just yeah, some Ewoks running around the stadium. And you can have as many as you want. You don't just have to have one guy. That's true. Okay, I want fifty Reggies. 
<laughs> we all get 50 mascots. Each okay, cool. 50 um, Reggies, 50 Ewoks, and 50... So, a mascot should attract a fan base, right? As we all know from March Madness and other competitive uh, sports uh, competitions in which people have to predict winners of games, there's a really big populace who knows nothing about sports, and they simply pick the team based off of the coolest mascot, or in other words, whose mascot could beat the others. What if your mascot could literally be anything so it can beat whatever the opposing team's mascot is? I propose Ditto. You can literally have whatever mascot you want at any time. That's bad for branding. I'm going to drop my microphone. (laughs) That is terrible for branding. Yeah, drop the microphone and don't pick it back up, you said, because that was awful. What do you put on the t-shirt? You just say the dittos. Oh, okay. and then you And then you have an awesome shirt that has just a bunch of different Pokemon faces or Star Wars character faces, whatever you want. You can that, be... Yeah, but do they have like those really beady, creepy eyes like on... Um, it's not going to be Detective the Pikachu. dumb ditto that can't transform all the way. I, I love that your argument was like, oh, a lot of people don't know football, and they just pick the character. The mascot looks coolest. Here's Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can be whatever mascot you want it to be. I think this is the first time that you don't have an asterisk as Machamp. What if I told you my actual mascot was Machamp? There we go. <laughs> that should have been your mascot, but it wasn't, and you really messed that one up, didn't you? He <laughs> had to give us a chance somehow. I had to give you um, a chance, if you will. I'm a chance. Take take my chance on me. No, I just I just thought I'd win every argument if I could use my champ. So I I put my own regulations on myself, knowing I would try to cheat once we actually started competing. I'm a good person, guys. I can't I can't pick Ditto. He's too creepy. I'm out. I can't pick Reggie because I didn't know who that was going into this argument. And Ewoks are great. They're a perfect mascot. They make sense as a mascot. It's got to be Ewoks, Brian gets the point. Yes! I vote that Reggie is the manager, though. And Ditto is not invited. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of hate towards my team. That's okay. I've disowned (laughs) them. No, just Ditto. Just Ditto. Well, Lickitung, you also hated. Okay, Lickitung is also disgusting. There There was a lot of hate for Scyther. Because he's a cheater. Uh, Scyther deflates footballs intentionally. He's a great Pokemon. He's just cheating. Um, so I'm just going to reiterate the team that we have. Uh, at defensive <laughs> line, we have Jabba the Hutt, Donkey Kong, and Bowser. At defensive Solid. back, we have Captain Falcon, uh, Samus Aran. Samus Aran. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I think it's Abra. Aran. And Abra. Uh, linebackers, we have Chewbacca, Mace Windu, and Kit Fisto. Wide receivers, we have General Grievous, Yoshi, and Mario. Uh, offensive linemen, we have Miltank, Mr. Mime, and Snorlax. Uh, running backs, we have Hitmonchan and Anakin. Uh, kicker, we have Puntinchuck. Head coach is Mewtwo. Quarterback is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And our mascot is the Ewoks. At points... In dead last is Houston with five. <laughs> uh, 
Brian came in second with seven points, and Jake came in first with eight. Um, speaking of Pokemon you hate, I did have a bonus point. I was going to try and sneak in and say that Jinx are the cheerleaders, but I feel no, like no. you're all going to hate Just that give me idea. my moment here. So Just gonna give me my moment to revel in my, in my joy. <laughs> wow! Um, what I was going to say, Jake. The crowd goes wild. That was the Monday Night Football theme. You know I'm going to edit this out because it's such bad <laughs> that audio was why quality. I, right? I played my iPhone into the microphone so that there's no way you can edit it out. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure you'll figure out a way. But... <laughs> um, you'd That's be surprised true. the magic I can work. Um, Jake, as the winner, you get to pick... Um, obviously, the mascot has to be the Ewoks, but you get to pick where the team is from, and so that'll be the ep- the title of the episode is the blank oh, man. Ewoks. So wait, like, are we talking like a fantasy realm or like one of their places? Whatever you want it to be. So instead of the Philadelphia Eagles or the Los Angeles Rams, it is the blank the Forest Moon of Andor Ewoks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and maybe for relevancy, you should pick yeah. a Nintendo realm or Nintendo location. Since I, you were the I kind of want it team. to be. It'll also be better for SEO if we uh, really diversify a little bit on the podcast. Uh, yeah, let's now. try to pick one that is like <laughs> super gonna gonna get a lot of hits in the Google rankings. Um, why don't we just go with? Gosh, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot here, Houston. Let's just go with the Mushroom Kingdom Ewoks. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Jake, you've just won the fantasy football fantasy championship fantasy thing. What are you gonna do next? I'm going to Coruscant. <laughs> Which is obviously yeah, the Star I was Wars trying to, I was Disneyland. trying to think of the, the <laughs> something equivalent of Disneyland and I just didn't want to I just didn't want to go into Disney. <laughs> Guys, I love this. Thanks for indulging this me on my solid team. episode. We learned so much. This might be our longest episode yet and um, I did not expect that from a football episode. This, I, I can't tell if this is going to be a more inclusive episode be- because we touched on so many different topics or it's going to be the most exclusive episode because you have to understand <laughs> all of them to be able to process this episode. <laughs> um, I'm not putting football in the title of this episode because that's going to scare just away like, a lot of Just call people, the episode so, like yeah. the Mushroom Kingdom, Skywalker, Star Wars, Ewoks, football battle. And we'll just get all the SEO from every website. <laughs> Working title. Um, but I think we can start to wrap up. Brian, where can they find us? You can find us on the internet at perfectbrainstorm.net um, or on our Twitter at perfbrainstorm, our Instagram at perfectbrainstorm. Uh, but really just go to that website, perf- perfectbrainstorm.net and uh, we've got links there. We've got cool visuals that go with every episode, most every episode. Um, and... Uh, so check us out. I want to say thank you again to our guest, Shams Islam. Thanks for of joining course. us. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad I I'm glad I know who you are now. Thank you for not embarrassing me too much. I <laughs> I don't like to bring you out into the public when I'm there very often because it's. Oh, a... I should have. I have plenty of. We could make a whole podcast of embarrassing stories about you. For example, I mean Houston does have ovaries or at least one time he told us he has ovaries so there's that whoa 
This took a turn. We'll leave that as a cliffhanger for next time. Um, I want to know what our next episode is. Um, yeah, Jake. Or no, Brian, you've got the topic, right? Yes. Um, as you, as I think I've talked to all of you recently, maybe not Shams, maybe not Houston even, um, I've been watching a lot of uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's a 10-episode miniseries on Hulu. It's a romantic <laughs> comedy, and I'm the only person on the planet who likes it. Hey, my um, wife watched it the other day. Oh, good, good. Uh, it hasn't done very well in the reviews, but I actually enjoyed it very much. But I was planning on doing an episode based on that, but then found out how much people didn't like it, so I did something completely different. Uh, and we're doing uh, a Guinness Book of World Records record. Just that's it. There's no special category. I just want to figure out one that we can do, and I want to actually do it. Okay. We're going to find a category that we can excel in, and we're just going to do it. I've already done some research. I think there's some categories we can really excel in. And uh, so the next episode, we'll do some planning, and then uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, actually plan out uh, a real-life scenario where we could pull off a Guinness Book World Records. This sounds like our most ambitious episode yet. Whoa. Yeah, where we actually do something. I don't know if I'm ready for this kind of commitment. <laughs> On that note, uh, here's our pathetic outro thing that we do that I don't remember. See you next week. Is that it, Jake? Join us next week. That's what it is. Uh, Yeah, we we always say, I think our tradition should be that somebody says, see you next week. And then one of us says, join us next week. And then we all just say bye. So let's do that. Bye. (laughs) No, start start it from the top. Bye. Bye. Fine. Bye. Bye. That was brutal. It's a train wreck. <laughs> you're, you're not the you first guest to say that. I'm keeping it a train wreck too. He won't edit it. I always have been. Darkness floods your eyes. When you need to see, don't waste your time on me. Don't waste your time on me.